Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. So on what is affectionately known as Hump Day, did you do the crossword? I did. And it is also known as International Women's Day. So oh. happy International Women's Day. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And... um I guess too bad there wasn't a, a, a um, International Women's Day theme here. No, no. I couldn't. I didn't see one in particular. No, but they've had them in the past. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one did have a theme. Yes, it did. Would you like to discuss that? I would. All right. I would. I I thought it was very fun. Uh huh. And interesting. Uh, but there were a number of clues that were italicized, and they read like um, um, instructions in a recipe. For example, 22 across, one half cup coarsely chopped or bright, for bright or soapy flavor, and the answer to that was cilantro. And then another one was uh, 40 across, about two cups cubed after peeling and pitting, and that was avocado. And I saw where this was going pretty quickly. Mm. <laughs> 55 across, one seeded and minced for heat. That was jalapeno. Uh, and then we had uh, a couple of them that were down. 49 down, one vine ripe chopped for texture and color. That was tomato. Uh, we had, what, three down, one small red minced. For crunch and tang, that was onion. Uh, and four down, three cloves minced for depth and aroma. And that was garlic. Uh, Eleven down, one teaspoon pink or black for emphasis. That was pepper. Uh, and then uh, 53 down, one half teaspoon for a little extra flavor. Really try it. And that was cumin. Uh, and then I think the last one, 57 down, one small juiced for citrus notes and to preserve color, and that was lime. And if you solved the puzzle, uh, there were a number of circled letters. If you solved it correctly, it spelled out what all of those ingredients create, and that is a guacamole. Mm-hmm. So. That was a fairly complicated crossword. Well, it was. And you had to bend a lot of ingredients into the grid. I mean... Well, it would have been a challenge. Yeah. Uh-huh. What if they had to alter the recipe at all? Well, there are many recipes with oh. guacamole. I prefer the recipe from the California avocado growers. Ah. And, or, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Uh, and they call it the best guacamole recipe. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. So, but it has a few other ingredients than, than the one we see here. But uh, but it has it has all of these ingredients. Although it uses a white onion, not a red one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but yeah, I thought it was fun. I like guacamole, and I like to make it. And uh, so anyway, yeah, good good crossword. I just thought the clues were sort of interesting. That just the way they described, uh-huh. um, you know, some of them were for depth and aroma. Right. It's like de- uh-huh. depth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you, and you usually don't have those kinds of descriptions in a regular recipe. So they were they were going uh, a little more creative there, I think. Well, so there wasn't any other additional meaning to those? 
I, I wasn't. I don't believe so. Okay. I think it's just you know why why do you put this in guacamole, like lime? It of course it it creates more of a citrus flavor, but also it does preserve the color. The this the citric acid in the lime, I guess, mm-hmm. keeps the avocado from turning brown. So I, I thought that the twenty two across in particular for the cilantro one half cup coarsely chopped flavor for bright. Or soapy flavor. Yeah. Who wants soapy flavor? Well, some people think that cilantro tastes like soap. Really? Yeah. It it has that effect on some people. I see. Okay. Now, I don't I don't have that problem with it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it tastes like cilantro. Right. <laughs> but but some people they they just think it tastes like soap. Huh. It it just affects them differently. Well, well, 55 across. I mean, that that was worded as one seeded and minced for heat, uh, jalapeno. Yeah. And, and that makes sense. Jalap- I mean, heat, because mm-hmm. it's sort of sort of spicy, right? Right, yeah. Um, yeah, that adds the, the the hotness to it. Or, so. And the, and the tomato for uh, 49 uh, down, one vine ripe chopped for texture and color. That right. certainly makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just a few of them were just sounded a little, little weird there. Oh. but. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I am not a cook, uh-huh. so I was just waiting for open bag and zap, but that was not. <laughs> you don't zap guacamole. Uh, I I would. <laughs> Remind me not to try yours. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and even three down uh, onion, one small red minced for crunch and tang. Uh-huh. I just sort of like how they they phrased all these, mm-hmm. uh, or even I mean eleven down again. There again, it was on the sort of on the edge. One teaspoon pink or black for emphasis. The salt uh-huh. for emphasis. Yeah, it's like wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, anywho, yeah, I I, I like that. Um, trying to think, I, I I didn't have much trouble at all with this crossword. Mm-hmm. Got through it in ten twenty five. Wow. I did because I was doing it when I was very tired and I fell asleep. Mm. So, That'll definitely so, slow you down. Yeah. And <laughs> I made a mistake oh. and I couldn't find it. Uh, and it turned out it was at the bottom of the puzzle, 62 across, Saskatchewan's second largest city after Saskatoon. Regina. It was Regina. And <laughs> I... I've been to Regina, so I know that city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 64 down, Nancy Drew's bow. And I thought it was Ted. And so I had Ted in there. And then, you know, Ted looked right, and, and I didn't even look at what it was crossing. So I had Regita mm-hmm. <laughs> for the city. And uh, That's a smaller city in, yeah. <laughs> in, in Saskatchewan, less less well-known. Regina. Regita. Regita. Regita, or however you pronounce it. Rigida. No, or Regita. I don't know. But maybe I rigor mortis. found it. Mm-hmm. And Nancy Drew's bow was Ned, not Ted. So. That was sort of like a, a, a young teen detective, right? Yes. Nancy Drew. I used to read that. Uh huh. Long ago. Mm. <laughs> so. Not me. Not that I would remember. Right. Ned or Ted. So. Um, let's see. They had a few, uh, I thought, great clues. Once again, the clue that's always guaranteed to make me chuckle, 26 down, lunch that saves the day, hero. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that was good. Just sort of the built-in pun right there. Uh Uh-huh. 
and they had both 29 down and 46 down were clued as talkative bird. The first was a macaw, and the second was a mina. Right. Uh-huh. That was mina was spelled rather different without an H. Right. Yeah, it was just M Y N A. Well, just like me, I mean, I try and squeeze extra letters in. They yeah. try and leave some out. I guess so. I guess so. I am sure that's a that's a an approved alternative oh, spelling. I, I have no doubt. Yes, there was a um, a great word eighteen across body ribald. Mm-hmm. I like that word ribald. Yes, I never use it. <laughs> right. I guess I never have opportunity to describe something body, mm-hmm. but. If I did, I would say it was ribald. Do you ever use uh, 38 down, a, a panegyric poet, an odist? No. Yeah, I haven't used the word panegyric ever. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I've used the word odist either in, oh. in common conversation, although I do know what it is. I might throw in an extra D and misspell that I as an E and say that's the oddest thing I've ever seen, but never the odist thing uh-huh. I've ever seen. Uh, for 16 across, Pilgrim at Mecca. So I was thinking Hajj, H-A-J-J, but this oh. is the Pilgrim, so it was Haji. Right. Uh-huh. And I was finally, after after just this drought uh, of, of French words, we have him in French, Louis, for uh, 17 across. Uh-huh. It's about time. <laughs> I say we need more French and... Because that those are words that I actually know. Uh-huh. So not at the expense of Spanish. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. I just want more French. Okay. So basically squeeze out the English. <laughs> We're going to all Spanish and French. That'd be funny if they did a crossword like that. I, I bet the people I, on WordPlay would just explode. Say the same thing. I, I can just imagine the comments on WordPlay. And they would not be happy ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 19 across. Chester Arthur's middle name Alan. Yes. I should know who that is, because that name sounds familiar. Chester A. Arthur. Yeah? President of the United States. No. Yeah. There's never been a president named Chester. Yes, there has. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. When was he president? Don't tell me 76, 1976. (laughs) No. No. I don't know the exact time he was president, but it was like maybe late 1800s, early 1900s. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't think that's where I recognize the name. I was thinking he was like a detective or something. <laughs> Chester Arthur, <laughs> private eye. <laughs> 34 down, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, collar fabric, was lace. Uh-huh, guess, yes. I guess that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, and 41 down had me going because it was blank minor, so I was all primed for Ursa, oh. but it was Asia minor. Right, uh-huh. I think I think Ursa usually dominates. Yes. Um, let's see. There are a couple of others that I thought were interesting, and of course, cannot find them when I need them. Uh-huh. Um, Smallville surname was Kent. Yes. I thought that was good. Uh huh. I did not understand sixty-six across. Well, allow me to mansplain it to you. Okay. A phenomenon that may be dank or trending. So a meme, um, so, you know, I mean, if you have a meme, it uh-huh. might be dank or trending. Uh-huh. I mean, I understand trending more than dank, but I guess it could be. A phenomenon? Like? Like if, if there's some meme and a lot of people are posting it and reposting it and re-reposting it. But that's not a 
a phenomenon? Is it? It's a meme. Well, <laughs> but it's a, I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an event, it's a happening, it's a phenomenon, oh. I think. Oh. We may need to research that a little bit more. It just seemed oddly uh, phrased there. But mm-hmm. Anyway, I got it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't know. I'm just what it was. <laughs> uh, well, I, I consider it uh, s- sort of an advance in my education that I now know to pronounce it meme. Because I'd always been saying mem, because oh. I figured it was short for memory. Oh. Which I, but it is, I don't know if it is or not, but. Um, uh, I, I don't know why they call it a meme. But mm-hmm. I think they should call it a meme but uh-huh. <laughs> what do I know? Uh huh. I liked 70 across. Brand for a butterfly expert, perhaps. Speedo. Yes. I thought that, that was funny. Yeah, that was good. I uh, I sped right past that one, but, but uh-huh. you were correct. Uh-huh. Um, 48 across, serpentine. The answer was twisty. Once yes. again, the word in the, in the clue is more sort of upscale than, than the answer, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, well, serpentine, I, I put curvy because I think of like serpentine in furniture. When mm-hmm. I used to teach historic furnishings. We would talk about... You know, a serpentine front sideboard that would be curved, but I guess it could also be twisty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had the W from Macaw, which gave me the W, so oh, uh-huh. twisty just had to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so not too difficult a, a, a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's going to get harder from here on in. Yes, yep. We've reached the peak of ease, and now... We go into the the valley of difficulty. Yep. <laughs> the uncanny valley of difficulty. Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's, uh, before we go, we do have listener mail. Oh, good. And this is from Jesse. Uh-huh. And Jesse writes in to talk about the 50 State song. Just listen to the Monday episode where you were mentioning a song to help remember the states. And to this day, I remember learning the 50 nifty United States song. Back in the 80s in Connecticut, not sure they teach it still. I admit I only remember the tune through about Hawaii now, though. If you listen, you'll see it does get a bit clunky from there, so it doesn't exactly embed in your brain quite the same way as a catchy hamburger jingle. I wonder if Gene ever heard this one. I'm guessing it didn't get much airplay in Canada. <laughs> and, and Jesse provides a link and says, thanks as always for the great podcast. So you are welcome. And so um, have you ever heard that? No, well, um, except when we played it. Except before, when we played it just now. Before we did a podcast. So, so it it's a hilarious song. <laughs> it is. We it, laugh and laugh. Because it basically <laughs> just recites the names of the states. <laughs> With a melody that yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, so I think it's leveraging the fact that if you're a kid, you're going to remember anything that you, you get told. Yes. So, but... Um, we will, yeah, we will definitely put this in the show notes. Yeah. It's, it's worth check a listen. It out. Yeah, very, check v- it very out. amusing. Uh-huh. So thank you, Jesse, for that. Yes, thank really, you. really appreciate that. And congratulations on knowing all the states, at least up to Hawaii. <laughs> you never make it to Wisconsin. We should have listened to it all the way through Wisconsin. They probably gave up around <laughs> just, just before around U. Let's see, South Dakota, T-U-V-W, around Utah. They probably gave up on Utah. <laughs> What if they slipped in a few that aren't really states? <laughs> just to see if people are paying attention. Peru, <laughs> Uruguay, you know, just, just slip that in. 
Puerto U- Rico. Utah or Uruguay. <laughs> I guess that would be even in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. But uh, Ohio, Peru. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for today. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes. Hope you're enjoying these podcasts. And uh, a reminder that our next Triplet Tuesday contest is coming up next Tuesday. So start practicing. Yes. Uh, We recommend going back through old Tuesday Tuesday broadcasts so that you can... uh, sort of get a feel for the game. Yeah, you can practice. Yes, indeed. We <laughs> promise not to use those clues, though. We will, We are always <laughs> yeah. looking for fresh clues. Yeah, that'll and, be something new. And thanks to xwordinfo.com, we have no trouble finding uh-huh. them. Yeah. So, again, that's it for today. Remember, you can do what Jesse just did. Drop us a line, crosswordpodcast at icloud.com. Otherwise, we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.